You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you believe that? When you invite him, he comes. It's easy for us to have faith for him to come into our hearts to save us. But we need to also have faith that he will come into our situation. We need to have faith that he will come into our lives in a powerful way. Amen. Amen. Have faith that he will come into your home. He will come into your family. Continue to believe him. Continue to invite him. Continue to open up to him. And say, Jesus, come in. Come in. Not just to wash away my sins. I thank you for that. I'm grateful for that. But I want you to come in your power. I want you to come in your glory. Amen. Amen. I want you to come, come in your special way. In a special way and manifest yourself. Do whatever you, the Father has asked you to do. In my life, in my family. I open up. I open the door and I say, come in. Come in. If you are, if you are, um, if you are the husband, you need to invite him into your family. And say, I... As the head of this house, I invite you. Amen. And, and as, as, as the pastor of this church, I invite you, Lord, to come in and do your work. Do the will of the Father. Come in and manifest your glory. Manifest your power. Come in and touch every life. Hallelujah. We believe that. We receive that. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Glory, glory. Hmm. All right. We're going to the Word now. We, you know, oftentimes we expect God to just do things. And we don't realize that we need to do our part. Miracles don't just happen. Miracles require our participation. Okay? God wants you to do your part. And there are things that God wants to do in our lives. There are things that God wants to do in our lives before the end of this year. Amen. Before the end of this year, there are things God wants to do. But there are things we also have to do to make it happen. How many people has God spoken to before? I mean, He has spoken to you and it has not yet come to pass. Yes? You have anybody like that? God spoke to you this year, maybe at the beginning of the year about certain things, and you have not seen them yet. Okay. How many people believe that what God said he is going to do, he will do? 
Yes? God is faithful. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should repent. If he has said it, he'll make it good. That's what the Bible tells us. Okay. So whatever he said to you, he has not changed his mind. He has not changed his mind. He still wants to do what he has promised to do. He wants to do what he told you. How many people have had visions of things and those visions have not yet come to pass? Yeah, God showed you. Huh? He spoke to you. How many of you have received prophetic words? Prophetic words were given to you, but they have not yet come to pass. But do you know that you have a part to play? You have a part to play in bringing to pass the fulfillment of what God has said. We talk about um, working of miracles. One of the gifts of the Spirit is the working of miracles. One of the manifestations of the Holy Spirit is the working of miracles according to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. I was saying in the first service that the reason why it's called working of miracles is because it has to be worked. It doesn't happen if you are passive. Are you getting my point? So you need to know how to work your miracle. You need to know how to work the fulfillment of that prophetic word. You need to know how to bring it from the realm of the spirit into the natural. Because God speaks, whenever God speaks, how many people know that before he even speaks, he has already done it? Yes. That's what he says in Isaiah, isn't it? The moment God speaks it, he, he's the one that... that that calls the end from the beginning. Yes. That's why he's called the Alpha and the Omega. Amen. The beginning and the end. Yes. So if he begins something, he has already finished it. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. If he showed you that dream and that vision and he gave you that prophetic word, I have news for you, it's already been accomplished. Amen. It's been accomplished in the spirit, but it needs to be brought into the natural. Amen. It needs to be brought into the natural, and that's where we fail. Because we think that, okay, because God said it, I'll just wait for it to happen. Hmm? It's like someone saying, God, God, God says to him, this is your wife. Uh, he's been praying, believing God, that, who, God, who do you want me to get married to? And God says, this is the person. And I say, oh, thank you, Lord, I receive. And then he's waiting for it to happen. Huh? Hello? He's just waiting for it to happen. God said it, so it's going to happen. How many people got married like that? Huh? Let me see. I'm married people. You're married. Is that how it happened? Did it happen like that? 
No, it happened like that for you. No, you look, you, I mean, you look so, I mean, you're on fire. It just happened. <laughs> it, uh, Rameti. Just happened. Huh? Are you saying your faith was not strong enough? <laughs> huh? It just happened. You just, it's just no, ah, this is the person. Then you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes. I receive in the name of Jesus. Huh? And when you see her passing, you get intimidated. It's like, <laughs> God, why can't you just do this thing for me? <laughs> huh? Caleb, is that how you did it? God just did it for you. Huh? This is the latest husband. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> hmm? Oliver Shireen. Yeah, you're just smiling. It just happened, right? Yeah. So, but why is it that we do that with other promises? Why do we do that? Huh? Tell someone, you need to wake up and do something. Yeah, do something. Why? God wants to manifest and bring those promises to pass. He wants to bring them to pass. Let's look at Exodus chapter 14. You remember this story? When the Israelites were going to cross the Red Sea. Huh? Or rather, when they went out of Egypt. When they went out of Egypt, the Lord spoke. I read from verse 1. Now the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to the children of Israel that they turn and camp before Pihiroth and before Migdol and the sea opposite Baal-Zephon, you shall camp before it by the sea. All right? Now verse 3, look at it. It says, For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they are bewildered by the land. The wilderness has closed them in. Then I will harden Pharaoh's heart so that he will pursue them and I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his army that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. And they did so. Now it was told the king of Egypt that the children of Israel had fled and the heart of Pharaoh and of his servants 
was turned against the people. And they said, why have we done this? That we have let Israel go from serving us. That's how the enemy doesn't want to let you go. <laughs> There's no amen for that. <laughs> the enemy doesn't want to let you go. It's not a place to say amen. Okay. <laughs> amen means so be it. Yeah, so don't say amen to that. Say amen to the other, what you want to see happen. So he made ready his chariot and took his people with him. Also he took 600 choice chariots. And all the chariots of Egypt with captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. And he pursued the children of Israel. And the children of Israel went out with boldness. Can you see? They went out with what? Boldness. Yeah, it's easy to walk out when the enemy has like given you some space. Yeah? They went out with boldness. So the Egyptians pursued them, all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen, and his army, and overtook them camping by the sea by Pi Hahiroth before Baal Zephon. And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. So they were very afraid. And the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Huh? And then they said to Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt. Oh my God. Have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you dealt with us, so dealt with us, to bring us out of Egypt? <laughs> These were the people that went out with boldness. What happened to the boldness? When they saw the enemy, the boldness fled. It's easy to be bold when the enemy is not there. Yes. It's easy to be bold when the enemy is absent. But when he shows up, can you still be bold? Mm. So, in verse 13, Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today you shall see again no more forever. Huh? Moses was a prophet. So he released the prophetic word. He released a prophetic word. Why? God had spoken to him. We read it there. When the Lord said he's going to get honor from Pharaoh. Okay? Then verse 14. 
He says, the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. And the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. (laughs) So that means, what does that, I mean, the Bible is not, doesn't tell us that Moses cried. Huh? So you know what my imagination tells me? He told the people, stand still. You will see the salvation of the Lord. The Egyptians that you see today, you shall see again no more. You hold your peace and God will fight for you. And then he goes to God. He goes to the corner somewhere. Oh God! What am I going to do now? And God says, why do you cry? Hello? Why are you crying to me? Didn't I tell you that I made you a God to Pharaoh? Why are you crying to me? Take charge. Do something. Do something. Stop crying. Do something. And God tells him what to do. He said, tell the children of Israel to do what? Hallelujah. Go forward. That's right. Receive it. He says, go forward. Tell them to go forward. Now, imagine. The the Red Sea is there. The wilderness is behind them. And Pharaoh is coming. And they are standing there by the Red Sea. And God says, go forward. Can God not see that there is a Red Sea there? Why is he saying go forward? Sometimes you think God is not seeing your condition. Sometimes you think that God is not seeing your circumstances. Sometimes God speaks to you and says, God, are you sure of what you are saying? Can you see what is going on? But God says go forward. Your part is to go forward. Do your part. Go forward. But many times, we Christians were waiting for God to do it. Moses says, stand still. God, it was not the one that said, stand still. It was Moses that said, stand still. God said, go forward. Stand still and go forward are very different instructions. Are you getting my point? So he tells them to go forward. Then let's read on. Look at what happens. Then he says, but lift up your rod. Come on. And stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. He didn't say pray. Hello? Stretch your rod over the sea. Tell the people to go forward. You, 
Your part for the people, their part is to go forward. As for you, Moses, your part is to stretch your rod over the sea and then divide it. Ha! If God tells you to divide the sea, ha! Ha! And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. This is one of the biggest miracles in scripture. Am I correct? But look at everyone had a part to play in this miracle. Pharaoh had a part to play to chase them. The Israelites had a part to play to go forward. Moses had a part to play to stretch his rod and divide it. And God had his part to play to just confirm his word. (laughs) You see? So when God tells you something, don't be passive. Don't just sit down and wait for it to happen. No, we need to ask God, what should I do to bring this to pass? Are you getting my point? How am I going to make it happen? What is my part in making this happen? It's not like, God, are you sure this can happen? No, 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 no. Once God says it, remember, it's already done in the spirit. But now you want to see it in the natural. So, Lord, how do I make it happen? And God told Moses what to do. Hmm? Let's read on. Come on. This is a very good, uh, they've even made a movie on this. It says, and I indeed will harden the hearts of the Egyptians and they shall follow them. So I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his army, his chariots and his horsemen. Then the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. When I have gained honor for myself over Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. They will all know. It's all for the glory and honor of God. So when we take our step, when we do our part, God's name is glorified. God's name is glorified. And the angel of the Lord who went before the camp of Israel moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud went before them and stood behind them. Huh? God is amazing. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of the Israelites. Thus it was a cloud and darkness to the one. And it gave light by night to the other. So that the one did not come near the other at all that night. So this cloud, the Lord comes down. And says the angel of the Lord comes down. Hmm? The angel of the Lord, theologically, each time you see the angel of the Lord in the Old Testament, 
It's called theophany. It's the pre-existent manifestation of Christ. So he comes down and he goes behind the, Egypt, the Israelites. So he was behind the Israelites but in front of the Egyptians. So the Egyptians are riding, furiously coming, riding and charging towards the, the, the Israelites. And then this cloud comes. They can't see. And this cloud is releasing darkness to the, Israel, uh, to the uh, Egyptians. And on the other side, for the Israelites, it's emitting light. Same technology. Incredible. Huh. Why? But notice, it started by moving forward. So they took the steps and every other thing unfolded. So what is the step that you need to take to unlock your miracle? What is the step you need to take to bring to pass the vision that God showed you? Yeah. The dreams from God. Not the dreams from too much activity. The dreams from God. Because you don't know, dreams come from God, dreams come from Satan, dreams come from your brain. Huh? Much activity. Imagine you're playing golf all day. Then you go to sleep and you see yourself playing golf. <laughs> Don't try to read any meaning into that. <laughs> There's nothing deep about it. It's just your brain still actively playing golf while you're sleeping. <laughs> Are you getting my point? Yeah. So you need to learn to discern. But hey, God speaks. And when God speaks, whenever God speaks to me in a dream, I always know it's God. Because it bears witness to my spirit. See some dreams, I just know, ah, this is a Satan. I just cancel it. Some dreams come from familiar spirits. Trying to predict your future. You need to cancel them. Glory to God. Amen. We'll deal with that soon. Amen. Amen. Glory, glory. So, you have a part to play in bringing that promise to pass. In bringing that vision to pass. In bringing that miracle to reality. You have a part to play. Amen. You remember when Jesus... Um, when, when in, in John chapter, chapter 2, when he turned water to wine, what happened? Mary says to him, they've run out of wine. In those days, their, their weddings used to take days. Sometimes they can take like five days for a wedding. You think you party. You <laughs> those guys were on another level. <laughs> on another level. It's like Nigeria in those days, during the oil boom. Whew. Friday, the party starts. Sunday is still on. They will close the whole road. 
bring live music. Everybody, you're just passing, you stop and eat and go. <laughs> the money was like too much. Yeah. That time they said money is not a problem, it's how to spend it. <laughs> that was a dumb statement, but that's what they used to say. Yeah. So these guys ran out of wine. And Mary tells him, Jesus, Jesus says, what, what does that got to do with me? My time is not yet. Mary turns to the people, whatever he says to you, do it. And she goes. Then he turns. I'm sure the father says, it's time to start. He says, go. Fill the water pots. Huh? Get the pots, fill them with water. And take some of it, go and give it to the governor of the feast. The master of ceremony or the chairman or whatever. And they, they take, it's water. They poured water. They knew it's water. And he says, take it. And go and give it to him. And he didn't tell them it was going to become wine. He just said, fill water. Put it in the cup. Go give it to him. That's all. Today we read it and we say, wow. But you don't know for those people how it was. These people are asking for wine. You are bringing water to them. What are you talking about? But you see, when God wants to move, he requires human involvement. It requires human involvement. So don't just sit down and say, God will do it. God will do it. God will do it. I know he will do it. Yes, he will do it when you do your part. Amen. So it's time for us to do our part. Amen. It's time for us to do our part. So one of, the, one of the best things you can do when God speaks to you is to ask him, so what is my part in this? What should I do? Amen? Amen? So the fact that it has been revealed to you or God spoke to you does not mean that it will just happen. You have to do something. So I think that we need to become experts at doing our part. Amen. Then we'll see more miracles. Amen. We will see more manifestations. We will see more fulfillment of God's um, dreams, all those dreams, all those visions, all those things, those words that God has spoken to you, they will come to pass. So it's not as if God has lied. It's not that God has changed his mind. There are times, yes, certain words have a time frame. Yeah, and there's nothing you can do about it. Like when he told Mary, you're going to conceive. I mean, there's, okay, she received it, but she had to wait for nine months. Am I correct? Yes. She had to wait for nine months. She had to wait for nine months, even though she has received it by faith. Why? That's the gestation period. So every miracle has a gestation period. 
Are you getting my point? And of course, they are not all the same because the gestation period of an elephant and yours is not the same. Huh? Or that of a fly and that of a human. Ah, come on. Oh, I don't know. A chicken and <laughs> and mouse. Yeah. Yeah. So it depends. So you don't use another person's life to try to analyze your own time frame, your own gestation period. Don't do that. Yeah. Because God might be might be working an elephant-sized miracle in your life. But then you see somebody that came with a mouse size miracle <laughs> just do your part Amen. he will do his part Amen. glory to God Amen. the main thing is that we need to be um, we need to understand that it is vital for us to do our part And I'm speaking to you and I'm speaking to myself as well. Because now I'm like, oh my God. Lord, hey, how did I miss this one? Amen? Yeah, yeah because there are some things he has told me. And I'm like, okay, I need to do my part. Yeah. Okay, if you don't know your part, find out. He says, ask and you shall receive. Ask and you shall receive. You need to listen to Thursday's message. Huh? The power of appropriate asking. Because you need to learn how to ask. Not everything you ask anyhow. Huh? You don't just meet, meet somebody on the street and say, will you marry me? It, it will just slap you. It doesn't work like that. There is a way to ask. Am I correct? <laughs> if he doesn't ask nicely, ladies, don't pay attention. Just tell him to grow up. I'll tell him to come and see me for lessons. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, we are going to have some time of prayer. We're going to pray um, from tomorrow. Okay? And this prayer, I want you to take time and list all the things God has told you. If it's a vision you had, if it's a dream, and you believe it's God that spoke to you, uh, if it's the still small voice, God spoke to you. Or maybe you are reading the scriptures and then you got a rema and you believe God is saying this to you. Huh? Put them together. Hallelujah. Amen. And let's deal with them this week. Amen. Yeah. I want to hear some testimonies. I'm hungry for testimonies. I don't know about you. Yes. Tell someone, mine is coming. Mine is coming.
Yes. Mine is coming. Tell him, you will hear mine soon. Yeah, so we're going to pray. We're going to pray from 5.30 in the morning. Your favorite time. Yes. Huh? Yeah, your favorite prayer time. 5.30 in the morning. We'll pray 5.30 in the morning. Monday to Friday. Amen. Then in the evening, there'll be prayer here. From 6.30 to 7.30. Okay? Just one hour. Could you not tarry with me for one hour? That's what Jesus said. We'll just do one hour. Okay? But just be ready. To say, Lord, if you don't know your part, just get ready. And believe that by the end of this week, God will tell you your part. He will tell you what you need to do. To activate that miracle. To bring manifestation into your life. You believe that? Yes. yes. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited. It's going to be great. Talk, talk, talk to someone and say it's going to be great. It's going to be Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. So we're going to pray. God does many things when we do our part. So we're not only going to pray about ourselves, we're going to pray for other believers. Okay? And, and there's something that is happening now in, um, in Nigeria. From February, there are some girls that were abducted by Boko Haram. Hmm? schoolgirls and there's one of among them there's one of them Leah Leah they released some of those girls but Leah they refused to release the reason she refused to deny Christ she refused to deny Christ they released the others they, she said she would rather die than deny Christ And they have said that they are going to execute her soon. They have already set a date to execute her. So, Pastor Sam, the Lord visited him and said to him, If you allow this to happen, I'm going to hold you responsible. That's hectic. So what happened? He now got group. Um, he, he he got some Christians together, and they had a rally last week in Abuja. Now the mother of this lady, this girl, has been crying, sending messages to the president. Please do something. Nothing happened. How many people have seen on social media, Leah must not die? You, have, you haven't seen it? Okay. Yeah. So we're going to pray for her as well. 
And she's not the only one. There are some other girls that were taken since. Up till now, they're still in captivity. They released some and they came with babies. Imagine 16 year olds coming home. So we're going to pray. Now, don't say, well, if anyone dies for Christ, he dies as a matter, there's a great reward. Yes, but what if this is not the time for them to die? So we're going to pray for them. We'll pray for Leah for God's intervention. That is a, that is a, 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 a woman of faith. We'll pray for God's intervention. So we're going to do that as well. Amen? Amen. And let's believe God. Because the moment Pastor Sam carried out that rally, two days after, the president phones the girl's mother and promises to do something. But they were captured since February. You see, until the people of God acted. The man was stirred up to do something because he can see something is at stake. So we're going to pray. Hallelujah. Mighty God. All the children of God all over the world that are in captivity for their faith, we're going to bring them before the Lord. We pray for them. I remember years ago when I was praying in tongues and the Lord gave me a vision of a girl on the deck of a ship that was about to be thrown into the sea for her faith. And the Lord told me, your prayer has brought divine intervention for her. Her life has been preserved because you prayed. So I believe that lives will be preserved this week. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's stand up on our feet. Are you going to do your part? You tell the Lord. Lord, I'm available. I'm going to do my part. I'm going to pray. And I will do whatever you want me to do. Amen? Ask the Lord to speak to you. Come on. You don't want to be paralyzed with fear. You don't want to allow the enemy to take advantage of you because you are now before the Red Sea. And he can see you. There's no way for you. Don't allow fear to come in. That fear will come in and you now begin to accuse God. Don't allow that. Tell the Lord, Lord, help me. I want to hear your voice. I want to know my part. I want to know what I'm supposed to do to make this miracle happen. What am I supposed to do to be the miracle in somebody's life? To bring a miracle into another person's life? There are things we ought to do in this city. There are things we ought to do in Midrand to bring miracles to people. I believe that. I believe that.
Just ask the Lord to speak to you. Ask the Lord to help you. Ask the Lord to forgive you for the times you have failed to do your part. And you've been expecting him to do your part for you. To do his part and to do your part as well. I believe that as we pray this week is is a part of what we are supposed to do. We need to fight for the promises of God to be fulfilled. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If there's anybody here, you want to give your life to Jesus, maybe you're not born again, I want to pray for you. If you raise your hand, I'll pray for you. Is there anybody like that? I don't see any hand. Okay. We're going to break bread right now. And I want you to trust God as you take of the Holy Communion. Believe God. Trust God. Some, some of us, in fact, I believe all of us, are guilty of failing to act when we are supposed to. Some of us have been desensitized. And so when God is trying to speak, we don't even hear. Right? Because we are so caught up in our own situations. And God is trying to tell you, there's somebody, there's a soul here that needs to be saved. There's, there's somebody that needs to be rescued here. Somebody is about to slip into hell. Do this. And, but we can't because we're too absorbed with what we're going through i want us to believe god that the lord will deliver us from that kind of condition Amen. the lord will deliver us from that kind of condition we will not be too self-centered that we cannot see when there is a need for us to act so that god can step into a life Amen? So why don't you ask the Lord right now? Lord, do a work in me. I want to be like Jesus. Jesus always responded. He always acted. He always did the will of the Father at the time the Father wanted him to. I want to be like that. If God wants me to pray, I want to pray. When he stirs me up to pray, if he wants me to talk to someone, I want to do it. When he stirs me up to do it. I remember years ago, I was at a function and after that function, a week after that function, the Lord stirred my heart to call a lady that I met at that function for the first time. 
and I didn't have the lady's number but I was able to get the number and I called the lady when I phoned her I said to her I feel I need to talk to you I didn't tell her God told me I said I just feel that I need to talk to you and she said to me it's interesting you called me now because there is a gun on the table I'm about to commit suicide she said it must be really God that got you to phone me I was about to end it all she said I'm sitting here by the table and the gun is in front of me I'm just preparing to pull the trigger so you can imagine if I had not done that when the Lord asked me to and then maybe days later I hear that she committed suicide I don't know how I'll forgive myself for that so that's how important sometimes it is for us to obey God and not procrastinate God might be telling you I want you to do this for this person and you don't know the person looks okay but you you don't know what is going on so let us believe God that God will trust us and as you partake of this I want you to believe God that as you eat of this uh, this wafer which symbolizes the body of Jesus and this juice which symbolizes the blood of Jesus as you partake of this believe God to have the kind of swiftness that Jesus had quick to hear the father quick to obey the father quick to act when the father asks him to act let's believe God for that kind of promptness and that kind of sharpness in the spirit amen because as you partake of this Christ in you the hope of glory that Jesus in you is somebody's hope amen this ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.